0: Just remember that glass of water is gonna get heavier the longer you hold it, and so are your problems. So don't hold on to those problems, learn from them to move forward. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal of this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Cory from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I wanna to talk about how you must let go to move forward. So I wanna start with a little story. A psychology professor entered the classroom with a half a glass of water in his hand. The students expected the old common question of, was it half empty or half full? But to the surprise, he asked, how heavy is the glass of water? The answers given by the students range from seven ounces to 25 ounces. But the professor replied that the actual weight of the glass with the water doesn't always matter, but how long you hold the glass is what matters. If you hold the glass for a minute, you won't feel much weight. But if you hold it for 10 minutes, You'll feel a little more weight, and it gets heavier for you if you hold it for hours. If you hold it for the entire day, then your hands will go numb with the pain. That very light and small and minor glass of water will become increasingly heavy. I thought this story was super interesting and highlighted a super key point about what happens when we hold on to problems and issues. When we stress over even small stuff and how it becomes bigger in our mind the more we think about it. So... This really does happen with our small slip-ups and stresses, because if you think about how much, if we focus on them more, and we give them more attention, and we beat ourselves up over them more, then we don't learn from them or move forward, but they just become bigger, right? The more you dwell on something, the more you think about it, the more power it has, the bigger it becomes as a problem in your mind. So we need to learn to let go of things we can't control or change. and we don't want to ignore them as we're letting go of them. We just want to see how we can learn from them and move forward past them. Because it's one of these things that if you do ignore something and you just brush past it and you say, Oh, it doesn't matter. I just need to move forward. I'm not going to feel guilty. But you sort of like pretend it didn't happen. Right. In a weird way, you actually plant a seed which can grow more powerful and grow into something that you can't control. Instead in letting go of something and moving forward past it, we almost have to recognize the situation. Recognize, hey, I'm holding this glass of water. Hey, this is what it's going to become the longer I hold it, so that you can create a way of maybe finding a better balance so it doesn't get as heavy. Maybe you put it down for a little bit, right, to pick it back up so that you can hold it for longer over the course of the day, but you don't get as fatigued. It's one of these things we have to learn how to deal with problems and learn from them so that we can actually truly move forward versus sort of planting a seed that can grow into whatever else later, right? So it's one of these things we can't dwell on the past. We have to take ownership of the slip-ups of the mistakes. We have to, instead of feeling guilty, actually try and seek to learn from everything. Only through that can we truly move forward. Because if we instead just focus on something, if we continue to beat ourselves up over something, something that might have been small, stubbing our toe, becomes larger and larger, and we make it worse and worse. So we don't want to let these little mistakes snowball by staying focused on them. Instead, we have to remember that those mistakes only have weight if we truly dwell on them. So going back to this whole story, the moral of it is you should learn to let go of your stresses and setbacks. If you can do something about it, just do it. If you assess it, you think, hey, I couldn't have done anything else to change the situation, you have to let go. Because if you keep focusing on it, it's only going to kill your working towards your goals and kill your productivity. So now thinking about that, you're like, okay, it's all well and good, right? Okay, I get in theory, I should let go of things. I shouldn't dwell on things. But Trust me, I understand. Sometimes it's easier said than done, right? A problem presents itself. You kind of replay it in your mind. You go, oh, could have done this differently, right? But it's one of these things. So how do you actually let go? How do you actually learn from those mistakes and move forward? So I wanted to give you two things that really have helped me sort of make that mindset shift. And what I've seen help really my clients a ton in terms of not feeling guilty over a mistake, a slip up, a setback, and instead learning from it because those failures are the best learning experiences to move forward. So one, consider why the situation impacts you so much. So a lot of times I find that the situations we tend to dwell on the most hit on an insecurity we have, right? Something we don't feel as good at, something we feel bad about, something we're worried about or stressed about. If it's a situation where we have a failure in an area we feel very comfortable, we're usually more prone to sort of move forward faster, right? Because we do have confidence in that area. So we want to assess why is this situation impacting me so much? Why do I want to focus on it? Why do I feel so guilty about it? Like, is there something I am insecure about in this? Did it it hit some sort of nerve? Is it something that, you know has far reaching impact that affects other aspects of my life? Is it something really outside my comfort zone? And so now I don't want to step outside my comfort zone. It makes me fearful to take that action. Or did this even come out of left field? Was this something I totally wasn't expecting to hit? And that's why I'm focused on it. But the more we can sort of reflect on this, the more we can learn how to move forward or how to handle the situation in the future better, or even recognize that it was something outside of our control. And therefore, you know, Hey, we can control our response to it now but we couldn't control the event, so we have to just let it go, even though we can't fully take action to change it, right? But take the time to assess why this situation impacted you and even to see what you can change next time or how you can even seek out new guidance or knowledge or, you know, uh, a way to help you in the situation in the future. You seek out that coaching even. But we want to make sure that we're not feeling guilty and dwelling on things more, but actually getting to the heart of why it impacted us so much. Even addressing maybe the insecurity that was there, or even you know, recognizing the outside impact or influences that might have led to the situation. But take time to assess. Then write down three things you could do differently next time. I find this practice very, very important. Sometimes I'll write down three things and be like, well, this one's really unrealistic. This one's perfect. This one could be helpful at some point. And sometimes that one that I'm like, oh, this could be helpful at some point is the one I actually use the very next time, right? Because something else, some other nuance happens with the situation to make it really work. But by writing down three different ways you can handle it, you help yourself think through the situation and handle it and also put it in, in its place. Because I think a lot of times, you know, in the moment we can't necessarily pause our brain. So stuff does build a little bit from where it initially started, but the more we can pause when it's still smaller, the better. However, by doing these different things, we can help put that sort of problem back in its place and make it shrink down versus making it grow by dwelling on it, right? So even reflect and be like, okay, maybe there was nothing I could do to actually control the situation from happening, but now in controlling my response, how are three ways I could rebound from it faster? So let's just say, you know, you eat out of emotion, you eat out of stress, right? Maybe there's always going to be a part of you that does respond to stress in that way, you know, but you're making those 1% improvements. You're trying to find better solutions by maybe not having certain foods in the house, by maybe having better meal prep prepped, by, you know, even replacement behaviors, going for a walk when you're stressed or drinking water. But even knowing that, you know, there will be that time you slip up, you're human, right? So saying that, you know, you recognize that there's going to be those times that you fail in doing what you wanted to do, How can you make yourself not feel guilty? So come up with three ways to sort of problem solve to get back on track faster. Is it that you can then, you know, do your workout after, or maybe the next day you do a specific type of workout to feel really good, like you're moving forward. Or maybe, you know, you meal plan for the next day, that day right after, so that you don't feel guilty. But assess, you know, what you can do to move forward if you can't always control the situation and stop it from happening. Because there are going to be things outside our control that happen in our life, but we can always change how we perceive the event and how we react to it and respond to it okay and then how we take actions after that so the key is finding different ways that we can help ourselves move forward and see embracing these failures as a win itself right but we have to remember that these failures are going to happen the more we step outside our comfort zone so the more we dwell on them and sort of rest in that negative the more we're not going to learn and the more they're going to hold us back Versus the more we can focus on moving forward as quickly as possible from them, the more we can embrace that learning experience and actually have them benefit us. Okay, As weird as it sounds, these negative experiences often teach us more, partly because of the emotion or pain involved. When something is painful and there's an emotion tied to it and we want to avoid that in the future, we will do more things to overcome that. What we can't do is sort of rush past the experience or try and bury the experience. We have to embrace it so we actually learn from it, so we don't repeat it again. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is we're going to associate this with this one outcome, right, and then not want to step outside our comfort zone in the way we actually need to to move forward because of the fear of failing in that way. So the more we can actually respond to it, address it, and then find ways around it to move forward or through it to move forward, the better off we're going to be. Just remember, failure, stress, and setbacks, they're going to happen. That is a part of making a change and becoming successful. The key is to learn from them and not let our attention be diverted to them longer than needed. We do not want to dwell on those things. We want to assess and move forward, okay? Because if we only dwell on them, if we only run through the negative, if we only replay the situation over and over in our head, we're going to build up these small things and allow them to snowball in a way that completely holds us back from ever making the changes we need. So focus on assessing why these things may have bothered you and then how you can learn from this experience by even listing out three things you could do differently in the future. We have to recognize that not dwelling doesn't mean ignoring things, but it means assessing and learning. Just remember that glass of water is gonna get heavier the longer you hold it and so are your problems. So don't hold on to those problems, learn from them to move forward. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.